Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from Atlanta, the moment you wait for all week. Your chance to get informed, entertained, and occasionally outraged. Welcome to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. And I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need certainty in the home buying process, and don't we all? Find a loan that fits your life. My friends at Rocket Mortgage can. Rocket can. Let Rocket Mortgage have a chance to win your business I promise you, you will be a happy customer. Or they will do everything in their possible power to make you a happy customer. They'll go, they'll go that extra mile. Thanks for jumping in early with us today on the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. A, another eventful week. By the way, I know, and for those of you, again, uh, so kind with all the, um, the texts, the tweets, the emails, the, about uh, offering your condolences on my mom's death. We have a, um, we're able to plan the, I've got the funeral planned because the family has to travel back up so we can get everybody together. So we're going to do the funeral uh, coming up on the 21st. So I will take a, um, a Sunday respite from the John Kincaid show on the 22nd uh, due to uh, being up in Philadelphia for my mom's funeral. So I'm going to get that out of the way and going to give her a a proper send off. Because, Anthony, I was totally I'm thinking of the last conversations I had with my mom before she sort of slipped into that, you know, morphined up uh, where, where you don't really she, I, I don't even know if she knew who exactly I was. And one of the things she was, what, what do I hate about funerals? And I was like, what, mom, what are we playing a game show here? What do I hate about funerals? Um, I know you hate viewings. So there will be no viewing because mom's like, no, there will not be no viewing. Nobody needs to see me. And so uh, then, then it was, well, what else do you hate? And, I, and I'm stumbling over it and everything. And she goes, I don't like luncheons. I hate it when everybody says we're having a luncheon after a funeral. I want a party. So mom was insistent that I call it a party. She wants a party. And she said, and there better be open bar. There's plenty of money for you to have an open bar. So... <laughs> She was worried to the last to the last days that she was really coherent. She was very concerned that making sure that there would be an open bar. It seems after. like this is going to be a unique uh, experience. It's going to be a celebration. Yeah. And what's really weird is now that my wife and I, you know, I'm planning this whole thing and everything. And my wife, who treated my mom like a mom and my mom treated her like a daughter. Um, they had a very real relationship, the two of them. Uh, she gets very uncomfortable now when I'm talking about it being a party. She's very uncomfortable with it. She's like, you're making it sound like, and I said, making it sound like something positive? Making it sound like something joyous? 
because that's exactly what she wanted. I mean, that, that's exact. She wanted something joyous, and so we're going to throw a party for her. We're going to have a party, and we're going to follow all of Pennsylvania's strict rules and regulations <clears throat> while we throw the party <clears throat> to make sure Governor Wolf doesn't send the SWAT team in at the end to uh, be able to police everything that we do at the events. So we're looking forward to that, though. And I, I'll say it again. I have found overwhelmingly since my mom passed uh, happiness and joy when I speak of her. Uh, funny stories, laughing, going through her stuff. Like I was going through papers last night, Anthony, and I found my dad's discharge papers from the Second World War. And I found out that my dad had medals, first of all, that are not in my possession. And that I've never seen like medals of that he got as a in the service. And if anyone's listening to the show this morning and we have a lot of military people that do listen from time to time, if you know anything about the military and could assist me with this, it'd be great. Uh, I don't have my father's medals. I can't like they're nowhere in my mom's possession. And she said she never had them. So I have no idea where they are, but I have a listing on my father's discharge papers of his medals. And I'm trying to say, can you replace, do you know, have you ever heard anybody replacing medals? Like, do they replace medals? I'd pay for it. I think you probably can. You think so? I, I, think I, mean, so. I, guess, I guess if somebody had a fire or if somebody had a, an event. So if anybody can assist me with that, with that process of figuring out how to do it, I've got his discharge paperwork, but we're talking about he was discharged in the 40s. So I have no idea if they still even honor that for Second World War veterans or anything like that, but I would appreciate it if you, uh, if you could help. But as we get started today, and again, a joyous Sunday. Glad to be with you. Looking forward to it. I constantly try to inform people that writers don't write headlines. When you read a newspaper piece, there's a, there's a headline of a story. The writer of the story did not write the headline 99% of the time. So I wake up this morning to Notre Dame's epic win. And I'm like, what? Notre Dame's epic win over Clemson. And I'm like, uh, epic win. Really? Really? I'm going to just tell you. So the Saints play the Buccaneers today. Before the game, we find out that Tom Brady has COVID. This is all speculative. This is just me putting a scenario out there. Tom Brady has COVID. So Tom Brady doesn't play for the Buccaneers. The Saints beat the Bucs. Is it an epic win? Is it epic? Is it really? If someone manages to beat Ohio State this year without, without uh, Justin Fields, is it epic? Is it an epic win? If you're playing with a raw, young quarterback with no experience, legitimate experience, that's where the headline writer blows it. Notre Dame's epic win. I'm going to set the line right for you right now. When Clemson and Notre Dame meet in the ACC championship game, should that happen? And it looks like they would. 
Those two meet in the championship game. I will. I'll set the line right now at uh, Clemson minus sixteen and a half. Anthony, where are you going? I'm giving you sixteen and a half points with Notre Dame. Trevor Lawrence is playing. I'm taking Clemson all the way, man. I don't think it's going to be close. Seriously, epic win. People are desperate. You see what's happened in the world of college football is people are extremely desperate. They have come to the point where now they're trying to find some alternate universe where Clemson and Alabama and in many ways now Ohio State are just the write them down with Sharpie, not a pencil that you can scratch out and and have a second guess. Write it down with Sharpie at the beginning and say, well, we know Ohio State's the best team in the Big Ten. We know Alabama's the best team in the SEC. We know that Clemson is going to dominate the ACC. Because this is where we're at. A four-team playoff where three of the programs can almost be penciled in before the season begins. And no, as we said last week on the show, that does not mean that we're talking about an eight-team playoff is necessary. Because one thing that we know, and, and by the way, spare me the phone call. Well, we just saw last night Notre Dame can beat Clemson. No, we freaking didn't. We didn't. We didn't see that at all. And I'll tell you right now, you can have Notre Dame all day long. You had to go to double, what, double OT to try to take care of business? And Trevor Lawrence isn't even playing in the game? Like, like, seriously? You had to go to double overtime without Trevor Lawrence? And DJU, I thought, showed himself very strong. Strong performance. Sure, not Trevor Lawrence. No one is right now. I mean, other than a Justin Fields or, or, or a player of that caliber. And right now you could maybe say Kyle Trask. But this is where narratives get blown. Completely blown away. That's ridiculous. Notre Dame's epic win. You're trying too hard. You're trying to make a case for something that doesn't exist. And yes, I will tell you now, Notre Dame is not a top four football team. They're not. It'll show out eventually. But they're not. You may have a different point of view and you'll be welcome to share it throughout the course of the day today. We found out other things yesterday. We found out one thing. And it's going to drive these uh, many of the Georgia listeners crazy. But there has been a lot of success in the era of Kirby Smart at Georgia. And there has been a lot of let's get close in the era of Dan Mullen at the University of Florida. But the fact that the University of Georgia found themselves with a walk-on quarterback who had left the university and then come back, came back in Stetson Bennett to try to win that game in a year that you have a roster good enough to compete for the national championship is an indictment on handling of quarterbacks by Kirby Smart. And yesterday, I think it showed clearly that Kirby will ride with the decision like, going with Stetson Bennett longer than he had to. He didn't want to pull the trigger and say, ah, maybe I made a mistake. And the Justin Fields 
debacle is going to be something that everyone's going to talk about. I don't know how a head coach would be expected. And by the way, the injuries on Georgia's defense were huge. So that was a big part of yesterday's win. But when you're Georgia, all we've heard about is five stars, five stars, five stars. We've got all these great talent. We've been recruiting for five years. Look at all the great talent we've recruited. Well, there seems to be a distinct drop-off. That defense yesterday was horrid. It was the worst defensive performance I think I've ever seen for the University of Georgia. I've lived in the state for 26 years. Worst I've ever seen. But again, Georgia with competent quarterback play doesn't... Do they lose that game? Maybe, maybe. Georgia even healthy doesn't lose that game. Potentially. So we've got that. And you're saying, okay, well, there's some answers. But there's as many questions about it as all. Is Florida, is their defense for real? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. So I'm trying to find the suspects. And then, by the way, we'll get into Michigan and Penn State. Again, I begged you last Sunday, and I'll beg you again. How was Michigan ranked? How were they ranked? Don't rank them. Don't rank them. Michigan got the the comp pick again of being ranked. They won't be ranked any longer. They will not be ranked any longer. We'll make sure of that. And Penn State? P-U. It's really P-S-U. But you can just drop the S. Because we know what the S stands for if you've watched them play. P-S-U. P-U. As we'll just call them for the day. Uh, to say that that is a wretched embarrassment for James Franklin, an absolute embarrassment, Penn State and Michigan, terrible. And then you're celebrating in Iowa because you put 49 up on Michigan State who went into the big house and beat Michigan last week. And Indiana, little old Indiana, wow, are you kidding me? Indiana taking care of business. Spectacular. That's an awesome story. That's a fun story. That is a monumental story. Beating Penn State and beating Michigan in the same season? Indiana football, what's up? They've got Michigan State. Then they have the showdown with Ohio State, which will determine everything for them. And then Maryland and Wisconsin and Purdue, and that's if Wisconsin ever plays a game. Lots of storylines getting some answers yesterday in college football. But let me surmise it for you here, clearly. Notre Dame is not a top-four team. They're not. I don't care what you think you saw. The epic win. Nonsense. Here's the phone number. You can join us if you wish at 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. That toll-free line is sponsored by GEICO. So whether you rent or whether you own, GEICO is going to make it easy to bundle home and car insurance. So having a home's hard work. Why does it have to be? Let GEICO help. Get a quote at GEICO.com. They're going to make it easy for you. They're going to try to take care of everything. And the most comprehensive run through the world of college football comes your way in about an hour at around 7.20 Eastern time as we do the fallout as Anthony Pierano's put together another, another just spectacular edition of the fallout. So we got a few answers last night, but I'm going to tell you we got more questions than answers. I've seen that too. 
Finally, some answers in college football. No, 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 no. I got more questions after what I've seen to this point than I've gotten answers. And now we have the all-new, here's the NFL storyline of the week. Oh, my gosh, look at all these positive tests. Look at all the positive tests. This is unbelievable. I think Buster Olney and Keith Olbermann and everything were probably calling some of their friends who cover the NFL going, see, see, we were right. I mean, we were wrong about baseball. and We were wrong about the NBA. and We were wrong about the NHL. But it's coming for the NFL because this is just terrible. Positive tests. The storyline of the week. (laughs) I will tell you this. I do admire the consistency of the Chicken Littles. I do admire the consistency of, oh, this is a disaster. Why even try? The why even try crowd. It's unbelievable. But is it a landmine that the NFL is in danger of stepping in? That's where I'll get to it next. Welcome aboard. It's the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. For those who choose to live their sports life with a positive outlook, let's get back to the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. Let's do that, and let's enjoy ourselves at 855-212-4CBS. I saw two headlines here. NFL facing potential landmines with so many positive tests. Interesting. I also then read a follow-up. There, there's an entire story, uh, various sites here that I'm looking at. They talk about all the positive tests in the NFL and everything. And then, thankfully, one of them here, I believe it is from Bleacher Report, notes that it is important, it is important to note that over 80% of the cases have been asymptomatic. I think that is an important... I honestly think that should be at the top of the story. Just for journalistic integrity. If you're writing a story about oh, positive tests, positive tests, I think it's important that you should follow up immediately and go, and, you know, around now, remember, over 80% of the tests are asymptomatic. People don't even know they have it. That's important to note. Just think that's something you might want to slip into the story a little bit. But, ah, to hell with journalism, right? It's about clicks. About clicks. 855-212-4CBS. So did we get more questions or answers out of college football this past weekend? I'm going to tell you, I have as many, I have as many questions as I have answers out, out of what I've seen. Like I have questions about how is Jim Harbaugh still employed as of this morning? Check with Michigan. I think they're still counting the votes as to whether Michigan and whether uh, Jim Harbaugh is fired or not. Anthony, if we can get a count on that, please, from some of the districts that have checked it, if we can get a, an update on that. Cole Wolf Blitzer or John King. See if they can find us the answer. Ken in Atlanta bats leadoff today. Ken, welcome to the John Kincaid Show. How are you? I am doing great, John. Just got off work. And I just want to say, man, I miss hearing your voice here in Atlanta, man, on the airways. I am glad you get to hear me at least this little uh, portion of the week. So stay tuned. I- 
Stay Absolutely, tuned. man. Absolutely. And I'm also sorry to hear about your mom, man. Uh, my condolences. Thank to you. you. Thank you. And you know what, Ken? Maybe, um, maybe exiting the airwaves for a short period of time gave me the opportunity to spend all that time with my mom before she passed. So I've got great faith and I'm a believer that that maybe that was all part of the plan, all meant to be. Yep. The man upstairs always have have a plan for you, John. Yeah, he doesn't tell us what the plan is. I wish he would tell us what the plan is. (laughs) Give us a little heads heads up, right? He could have warned us about 2020, Ken. He could have warned us about 2020. (laughs) Hey, man, but look, man. Kirby Smart, you know what? I mean, this dude has dropped the ball big time with with his quarterback uh, decisions, and, and he's we're wasting talent, John. We're wasting talent. Every game that goes by, I say to myself, I don't know if this guy is the, is the man for the job to get Georgia uh, to the next level as far as a national title, man. Because uh, when we came close a couple of times against Alabama and couldn't get it done. Maybe that was his ceiling, you know? It could be. So, I mean, it, look, and, and guess what? And I appreciate your call, buddy. The, uh, the, idea, that, the idea that he, uh, he knocked on the door. Look, Kirby Smart in his second year, his team had the lead in overtime of the national championship game and then lost on the second and 26 play. Since then, it's been a step back every year. So this year, they may not even go to the SEC title game. That, in fact, that looks very likely. I don't see Florida losing twice. So I, I, it, it looks like it's another step back. Scott in Alabama joins us. Scott, welcome to the John Kincaid Show. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Mr. Kincaid. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, buddy. What's going on? I'm just we thinking about you over here in Bama, man, for the loss of your mother, man. Thank you. you man. Our thoughts and prayers. Scott, Scott, I got to tell you something, too. Alabama, right now, the leader in the clubhouse to sign my daughter for the for the fall of twenty two. Oh, she, that, she's that, in, that. she's in love with the, she is in love. That campus has won her over. She is right now. They're in the lead. They're in the lead. That, it's not great. a winner yet. That's, that's great. I mean, it's a beautiful place. You know, I, I used to hold season tickets over there. But but anyway, I, two two quick things this morning. I, I read a I read a caption. Uh, Harbaugh says even at one and two, we're close. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> close to what? What are they close to, John? What uh, are they close to? They, they weren't close. They're not close to Indiana. I can tell they, you that. They are don't they look close that close. To Alabama? Are they no. close to Clemson? Are no. To, uh, but but anyway, what, one more thing, and I want to get your comment here, and, and I'll, I'll get off here and let some other people get on. Uh, I told people years ago when they started this four-team playoff that the BCS was probably the best system that we'd ever have. And I just want to know, how many years do you think that there's over two really, really dominant football teams? I mean, wasn't the BCS probably the best we could would do? And they just well, get all you, a money all, grab. Well, I appreciate it, Scott. Thanks, buddy. Uh, all you have to do is look at it this way. And we've talked about it on this show many times. Look at the history of the semifinal games. Of So you have a four-team playoff. Look at the history of the semifinal games that have been played each year, those two games. I believe the margin of victory is around 23 points on average. So that tells you flat out right there, a four-team playoff is entertaining, but rarely does it matter. There are usually two that are decisively the best teams. That's why the national semifinal games 
have been, on average, decided, I believe it's around 23 points a game. In other words, blowouts. And those are supposed to be the four best teams in college football. Don in Chicago joins us. Don, good morning. You're on the John Kincaid Show. How are you in Chicago this morning? Hey, John. It's beautiful weather here today, and uh, I appreciate the fact that you're celebrating your mom's passing. That's a, that's yeah, a we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a party, or she's gonna come back and get me from the grave. She told me she's gonna if I do not if I do not follow her orders, she is gonna hunt. She's gonna hunt me down. She's gonna mess with the. <laughs> she told my daughter already. They're gonna communicate by her messing with the lights. She told her that's how my mom said she's going to tell my daughter someday when she has her house. If she has her lights messed with, she knows it's her, uh, that that's her mom. What a great legacy. There you go. Hey, John, I was going to tell you, you can uh, easily order your medals for your dad. There's there's several ways to do that. Obviously, you can Google it and you can, uh, you can get a list. Okay. There's military form. You can get it from the National Archives, the Military National Archives. Okay. And they'll give you all the list of his medals. If you do have that list, you can. They will supposedly replace them. Wow! And I have a. Di- I have his dis- And I found like last night. I found his discharge papers and everything like that that I didn't. E- I've never seen them my whole life. Yeah, and my mom had them cool. in this in this like lockbox safe. So that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome! Thank you for that. So yeah. we can find out how to do that. That's awesome. Dave in Chicago joins us. Dave, welcome to the John Kincaid Show. How are you? Hi. Uh, first, condolences on your mom. You know, we're about the same age. I lost my mom earlier this year, too, so I know that's rough. But um, It is rough, but I'll tell you, I've, uh, Dave, i got to tell you, 91, my mom was 91, and honestly, I've had more laughs and smiles since she's passed because I think I, I, think I shed more tears while she, the last month and a half while she was really ill. I think I shed more tears seeing her suffer than I have since she's passed. Like I, now, now it's about like celebrating her life. Exactly. And she she was excited for that. So. Right. But uh, recently, I was calling regarding the um, college football playoff. You are correct. There are only three teams this year. The the problem is why I would like to expand is because there's some years where there that might not be the case. Well, and look at the very first year they had the playoff. Ohio State almost didn't make it, even with four, and they ended up winning it. So to me, I'd rather have more, because the problem is every year you don't know what the situation is going to be. Yes, this year we don't need it. But it's not like if they did, they decided they, you know, there were enough teams that they would change it. You but, Dave, it's what I told you before, I mean, though. The semifinal games have been blowouts. Every year, on average, it's a 23. Well, I think it's like 23. I'll do the numbers uh, for next week. But it is a lopsided game. There are lopsided games almost every year. Again, but look at Ohio State. Almost didn't make it. But Ohio State is one of those blue blood programs that I already told you that I can pencil in almost every year. So right. I'm not. They that's an, that's, a, that's an outlier. That's were, an outlier. Who's the outlier team that's ever run right, the table? I'd rather have more. To make no, sure. No, I don't way, want more. And, that, I and d- that way, even your little, your your Cincinnati's or your Boise State. Dave, I don't happen. want more. No, I don't need to see Cincinnati in the uh, playoff. Appreciate it. I do not need to see Cincinnati in the playoff. I do not need to see Boise State playing for the national championship. There's no, again, I ask you, who could beat Clemson and Alabama in back-to-back weeks? Oh, by the way, Clemson with Trevor Lawrence, not the Notre Dame, uh, you know, asterisk victory. Who could beat those two teams in back-to-back weeks. Tell me the program. Certainly ain't Michigan or Penn State. Tell you that much.
the owner of the best hair in sports radio. Just ask him. Welcome back to the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. Feel free to uh, nominate the best hair in sports radio, and I'll gladly go up against them and kick their collective backsides. And it's all mine, by the way. No supplement. No hair color needed. Just in all its majesty. John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, I'm going to have a message for the sports media coming up at the top of the hour. I think you'll be able to figure out what it's all about. Baseball, I heard uh, the young, upcoming superstar, uh, Vince Quinn, who leads into me every single uh, Sunday here on CBS Sports Radio. I heard Vince in his show... He did a Karen segment. Did you hear this, uh, Anthony? Did you hear Vince's Karen segment? No, unfortunately, I missed it. He was losing his mind over the Dodgers and the imaging. The the Rob Manfred, you know, should be Justin Turner needs to be. I think Justin Turner needs to be scourged uh, and uh, and and thrown into prison. I believe was the sort of the gist of the whole thing, and that Rob Manfred is weak because he hasn't punished Justin Turner because of the visuals. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so Justin Turner's visuals of he tested positive for coronavirus in the middle of game seven. They had to take him out, get him away from his teammates. He was supposed to be careful. Oh my gosh. I said, where was he for the first half of game seven? Where was he pregame for game seven? Where was he for game six the night before? He was with all his guys. Yes. He was I don't think it would those. really mattered at that point afterwards. Yeah, I mean, exactly. He was already around those people forever. He was around them. They were in, they were in a Texas bubble. And to me, it's, it's, truly, it's truly incredible. The, like the, oh, my gosh. What was the message? What was the message from Major League Baseball? You know what the message is? Look at the, and it's not a political statement because I'll go on both sides of the fence. Look at the giant rallies that the president had when he was running. Look at the celebrations in the streets in Philly and New York the last couple nights. If you are not obsessing, oh my gosh, there's people without masks and they're like actually near each other. They could touch each other. Oh my gosh, we're about to be wiped out as a society. If you're not worried about that, shut up. About Justin Turner, sports writers, shut up about Justin Turner and the, oh my gosh, can you believe Justin Turner? You know what I worry more about? That the Red Sox brought Alex Cora back as the manager. So we already know what Alex Cora was a part of and how Alex Cora built the resume to become the manager. And so Boston making the decision, yep, he served his suspension, now let's bring him in. There's Alex Corey, let's bring him back. To me, that's much more of a black eye on baseball. We don't care about cheaters. We don't care about people who cheat to win. We don't care. We welcome them back into our game. We don't really punish them at all. We don't care. We act like we care but we don't really care. That's the message that I'd be concerned about. 
not Justin Turner, kissing his wife and being on the field with his teammates and not wearing a mask. For gosh sakes, he was around those people, every one of them, for days leading up to it. So that means he was positive for at least some of that time around all those people. Unbelievable. John in Arkansas joins us on the John Kincaid Show. How are you, John? Good, my friend. Good morning. How are you? Great to hear you. What's going on this morning? Hey, about three-second comment. Uh, appreciate very much you coming out and just saying, hey, look here, you know, 80% of the people in the NFL that get corona are, are negative. Nobody else in the media puts that out there. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering why, you, I'm wondering why it's a buried – John, I wonder why it's a buried story. Oh, I know why. I don't know. It's because they're, well, trying, to push the, they're trying to push the narrative of what – oh, yes. my gosh, be, be, be positive tests. Yeah, that's what the that's what the narrative was. Well, here's the other deal: zero point zero zero point zero four percent of people have died that's got it. Anyway, I don't want to take any more of your time. One thing for college football: the uh, you have a good day. Thank you, buddy. Remember, you can't spell underachieving without the you. You can't spell uninspiring without the you. I already saw the you. I already saw the you have their shot to. Show me what they were about. Oh, by the way, they had to play Clemson with Trevor Lawrence. A completely different scenario. How about Jack in Baltimore? One of my uh, favorite spots to visit over the years. Jack, welcome to the John Kincaid Show. How are you? Hey, good morning, John. Hey, uh, on the uh, medals, it sounds like you go to your branch of service with the discharge papers to get those lost medals replaced. Uh, he was Army. He was Army Air Force. Which is Army. different now, because Army and Air Force are separate now, but he was Army Air Force. Well, I'd, so. I'd start either with an Army okay. or Veteran Affairs to find out which, where do I go with the discharge papers. To yeah, get I've the got them all. Place. I've never seen these things, and Jack, I want, them, I want the medals for my daughter. She never but knew yeah, her, grand, I, I, she I never knew her grandfather, great. you know? Yep. Hey, uh, I'm a Notre Dame fan. Can I give you a quick take? You can give me anything you wish, buddy. Uh, so it was the Notre Dame offense against the Clemson defense. And if you were watching that game, I thought that Notre Dame was going to lose it because the defense, uh, Clemson in the fourth quarter was, uh, uh, was shutting them down, uh, pretty good. So it you might know not what, be though? Epic, it took a while a though. One. It took yeah. a while for Clemson's Clemson's defense to sort of figure out some things though. Yeah. I mean, so your point is, uh, is the Notre Dame defense up, for Clemson offense when Trevor Lawrence comes back. I don't believe they are. I, I, I believe right, they friend. can. I'm going to go 16 and a half. I'm going to set the line at 16 and a half. But check back in with me before the championship game. We'll talk again. Thank you, buddy. There's some good eating in Baltimore. Anthony, now you've definitely done Baltimore, right? Yep, I've been to Camden Yards. It's fantastic. Did you do... Oh, uh, the crepes, uh, crepe cakes, baby. Oh, my gosh. I remember old Memorial Stadium. Speaking of my dad... I remember him taking me down to a game in Baltimore. I saw the Orioles playing the Angels, I believe, and the crab cake sandwich at the old Memorial Stadium. Oh, even as a young kid, made me want to cry. It was so good. Oh, my gosh, delicious. Uh, two teams I want to see today put up or shut up. Put up or shut up. I want to believe in you. But I'm doubting you. So I'm calling you out right now, and I'm saying, I want to believe. Convince me. Convince me you're for real. That's the Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts. I've seen the Bills look really bad, and I've seen them look really impressive. I also picked them to go to the Super Bowl. 
So maybe I'm a little biased there is that I want them to really make me seem right because there's been little I've been right about this football season. And for the Colts, I, I, first of all, I always love Frank Reich. Thank you for uh, helping to get Super Bowl 52 for my Eagles. But I don't know what to make of the Colts. There is one thing I do believe. The Colts are a team that I believe could be ascending. They could be a team that is better in December than they even are now. I want to see the Colts. Show me what they are. Colts and Bills. Those are two teams right now that I'm saying, okay, I want to believe. I want to buy in. Tell me that I need to buy in. Tell me that you could be legit threats to the Kansas City Chiefs. Legit. You got to convince me. Sabah, North Carolina joins us. Sabah, how are you this morning? Hey there, John. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I got a couple of things for you, buddy. Do you want to win today, by the way? Do you want to win today? Yes, we do. I I don't feel good about it. I think Giants might be actually better than everybody thinks. They look pretty good against Tampa. Uh, What if I I told you I think your Washington football team, I'll let you inside it. Okay. Uh, What if I told you I I think that they can win that game today, definitely. They can. What if I told you that um, the quarterback of um, Giants is like, I don't know, 1-14 or whatever he is, but he's 3-0. and Well, that, that doesn't make yes. any sense. He must be 4 and something. He's 3-0 right. against the Redskins. Yeah, he is. is I can tell you, I think that tells you that Daniel Jones' record is a lot worse than it, yeah. than it matters. Hey. But I, I, see, I see glimmers with him, though. Let me too. Like, I, like I see him. glimmers. I do. I like him a lot. Um Clemson, yes. you do realize I'm I'm with you on this, and I like Notre Dame. I'm I'm a fan sure. of theirs, but I was yeah, absolutely. last night because you know I'm ACC first, and I think that Notre Dame is conveniently using us just to, you know, to get to the dance this year, and then they'll conveniently leave us next year to collect all their money. Um, but um, the first ten points of the game was clearly related to uh, the offense without uh, Trevor Lawrence. You know, yes. the fumble six, and then the other fumble which led to three. That's 10 points right there. Also, in the fourth quarter in overtime, or even when they were up like two scores with three-something minutes to go, if Trevor Lawrence is in that game, um, Notre Dame doesn't get a second chance to tie. So it wasn't Notre Dame against Clemson's defense. It was Notre Dame against less scoring because of no Trevor Lawrence. But I got got to tell you, I'm I'm, I'm still – I'm impressed by Notre Dame and and coming away with a win – but anybody trying to tell me that it's some epic victory is just, uh, you know, and nonsense. And watch for my Tar Heels. They will beat Notre Dame Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, wow. I can't uh, wait for that one. My quarterback is doing quite well. Sam wow. Howell, 14 touchdowns and four. And I, watched, I watched yesterday mm-hmm. as I was taking a yes. run at the gym. Yes, and I our running him, back. I'm, and it was, and I was, so, I mean, what, what five touchdowns, five possessions? Yeah, yeah. That the was, offense is, is amazing. And our running back is leading the whole nation, including uh, Etienne and that guy from Alabama. And all touchdowns with something what like a, 16. So I pre- I, let's not sleep on the Tar Heels. No, I won't. I appreciate it. Thank you, darling. I'll talk to you again. Um, by the way, that's not sexist and condescending when I call her darling. She, she's my darling. She is awesome. And she can call me darling, too. She can. Uh, North Carolina, I can also tell you this. Coach Mac Brown, one of the kindest people that I've ever crossed paths with in the media. Just... Well, and, and and not a media member traditionally, you know, he went back into coaching, but one of the kindest men, <laughs> just really a spectacular guy, spectacular. So we got news this week that the NBA and the Player Association came together and December 22nd for the start of the season, 
Now, leave it to me because I am one of those people who tells you I absolutely want to see things get back to normal as possible. December 22nd seems rushed to me. So, Anthony, am I being a hypocrite there by having that stance? Like, it seems a little rushed. No, even uh, LeBron James thinks it's a little bit rushed. Oh, God, I agree with LeBron on something? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I know there's trouble then. We really got trouble then. Uh, I think it's a little rushed. I really don't. It, it seems a little rushed. But NBA players don't want to see the salary cap go down in a 72-game season. So taking 10 games off the schedule means NBA owners lose five home games and and the league loses some TV revenue and everything because the NBA players don't want to see the salary cap go down as revenues go down. You've got to decide what you want. And I think the leagues that get back to normal faster, get back to their normal schedule faster, are going to be the ones that survive this, ep- this pandemic of bad news and bad economic numbers. So I applaud the NBA for trying to be proactive here. And I also love Commissioner Silver and the Players Association and the way that they work together, the way that they try to come to common ground. It's good for the sport. It's going to be good for the fans. I know, for one, I'm going to enjoy seeing it. So good job on their part. All right, coming up. For years, my brethren, many of them in the sports media, I think have sort of lost their way. I'm thinking this is the perfect chance for them to hit the reset button. We'll get to that next. The second hour of the John Kincaid Show comes your way. Hang out, won't you? Right here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 